Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. Are you in homework? I was reading up on how you kill a werewolf. Silver, right? Uh, nope, you actually have to separate the head from the heart. Silver just hurts a lot. But it might not be such a bad deal, Ellie. I mean, think about it. Increased strength, heightened senses, and a natural sexual allure. When do we sprout hair and pointy ears? It's all a little sketchy, but may maybe never. Maybe tomorrow. I, the experts can't really agree on that one. You're starting to freak me out, Jimmy. This is fiction. Myth. We live in reality. Come back to the other side. I know, I know, but the line between fiction and fact has always been a thin one. Don't we have enough problems? You really want to add this one to the list? Okay, here, check this out. Here. It's a five-pointed star. It's a pentagram. It's the mark of the beast. Jimmy, this is ridiculous. You need... Whoa. Jesus. Wait, is, it, is this for real? The, last night was difficult. Okay, the wreck, the girl dying, it, it brought up a lot of stuff. No, no, no. And I know Ellie, we don't, Ellie, talk don't about start it with enough. that, okay? That's this has my nothing fault. to do with mom and dad. I miss them too. Your hand. It's a creepy coincidence. It's a pretty freaky shit, isn't it? There's a werewolf in Los Angeles? In the City of Angels, people are being attacked by a mysterious creature. A brother and sister must uncover who is behind these attacks before they themselves lose their own humanity. Will they be able to end their curse? Or will they be howling at the moon in no time? Tonight, we find out when the dolls continue Wes Craven Month with 2005's Cursed. And now, the Dolls of Horror. What an excellent day for an exorcism. guys welcome back to the dolls of horror podcast the spot to feed your tormented addiction i'm summer and i'm jamie and this is installment number three of west craven month yeah oh my gosh can't believe it's and this here one, already yeah we're ever halfway over and this one yeah. is your pick it sure is so jamie when's the first time you've seen cursed you know, this is one of those I can't remember the specific time. It's one that I just threw on because it looked cool. Christina Ricci's beautiful face is on the cover. So I was like, all right, sign me up. It's Wes Craven. It's uh, our girl and it's werewolves. And I like all those things. Um, so it's been a while since I've rewatched it. It's probably like, I don't know, like six years ago, maybe around like that range. How about you? Mm -hmm. This was a, a date with Brian. 
actually. <laughs> Brian, who went with me to Tori's wedding. Yes. And way back then in 2005, I think February-ish. So I have a I have a deep history with that one. I, I remember going to the theater for this. I can't remember which theater it was. Somewhere in the southwest area of town. Because that's where the Dicer theaters were. And I have vivid memories of of the scene in the end when she says she has a skinny ass and the wolf flips her off i remember that because the whole theater erupted in laughter oh that's why theater <laughs> movies are so fun when everybody has like a shared reaction like that it's the best yeah i remember this movie for that scene alone because of that reaction so that's pretty special Aww, that's so sweet i mean that moment definitely stuck with me anytime you got like a werewolf <laughs> flipping everybody off like that's pretty awesome <laughs> and then she told her she had a skinny ass and i'm like that's a bad thing you know back then and for me now that's all i want is a skinny bony ass like, come on. All right. So for those of you who have not seen Cursed from 2005, here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. A werewolf loose in Los Angeles changes the lives of three young adults who, after being mauled, learn they must find and kill it in order to avoid becoming werewolves themselves. This synopsis is incorrect. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. I found this and I copied it and I pasted it and okay. it didn't quite sound right to me. And I just realized why this is the synopsis of the original script. Do you know about the troubles this movie had? Not really. Uh, uh. Oh, this movie had issues, issues. This movie changed scripts three times during production. The original script was the werewolf attacks three strangers on the side of the road. And they were not related. So this brother-sister thing wasn't a thing. Oh, right? okay. So this, this mauled by three, three young adults after being mauled. Yeah, that, that's the original synopsis. So, oh, my gosh. Since you don't know, do you know who was originally supposed to star in the original movie? No, who? Okay. So this is not rumor. This is fact. John C. McKinley, Scott Foley, uh, Mandy Moore was playing the Maya character, I think. Ski okay. Ulrich was playing the Joshua Jackson part. Actually, it was, it. it was a different part, but it was a different character completely, but they replaced it. Um, Josh Brolin was in it. Ileana Aww. Douglas was in it. Um, Robert Forrester was in it. Omar Epps was in it. Wow. All these people ended up on the cutting room floor. And <gasps> I am not sure. I just read this. I don't know. Those names I listed came from people that were in the, involved in the movie. I heard Corey Hayman, Heather Langenkamp also, but I haven't confirmed that. Wow. There were a lot of big names attached to this at various points, including the final product, but like also yeah. the original. It was like a, just star-studded cast. A lot of big names. And wow. an, the, the other storyline in it was the Scott Bayo character playing himself was going to be the main werewolf. <laughs> and so him and Judy Greer, by the way, her name is Joni. So it's Joni and Chachi, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to be our main werewolves together. Oh, my gosh. And they filmed almost the entire movie before they changed it. So they had all this done already. Oh, my and then God. Just cut. I'm talking. I remember seeing something on Entertainment Tonight. I remember seeing something on um, 
not early edition that's the show inside edition oh, uh, yes. about mm-hmm. this movie as it was filmed and i completely forgot about that so this right. synopsis sounds like the old synopsis i think that's very interesting I gotta say, you know, I'm not I'm not averse to the original like plot. I think it's pretty cool actually if it would have been like strangers, because then you have that extra mm-hmm. dynamic of like, hey, we don't know each other, but now we're tied together in this weird fucking thing. I almost I like that better, to be honest I with you. I like that better too. But wait, there's more. They filmed a whole nother part set like the second time they rewrote it, they filmed a lot of that too. And wow. then this is the third run that we're watching right now. I think this is the third and final. I don't know. I don't think they went a fourth, but this is the fir- third run. Out of that first thing, everything they shot, they shot almost the entire thing. 12 minutes of the original stayed into this movie. One of those scenes was the gym scene. Okay. And one of those scenes was the dream she has of her talking to Joshua Jackson. Uh, um, that came from like the second shoot, I believe I heard and the, all this stuff in the memory banks is like really old. I think that came from the second shoot and that was actually supposed to be the end of that wow. movie, the second version wow. of the movie. So they just, anyway, it's a big mess. It's a clusterfuck. <laughs> so, but it's so interesting. The final project they came out with is this. That's fascinating. I, I hadn't really looked into the whole back. I had no idea there was like this whole backstory to it. But wow, and that's, so that's fasc- fascinating. I apologize <laughs> if I got any of those details wrong, because it's been a long time since I have heard all this. So I might be getting my things mixed up in my brain. But yeah, this this movie had issues. So wow. many issues. Oh, another issue. Rick Baker's credited, right, as effects. Uh, he only did the effects for the first draft. Okay, because like, okay, when I, I saw his name and I was like, oh shit, there's another name I love. I was like, Rick Baker was involved with this. And I'm watching it. I'm like, where? When? <laughs> he asked to have his name removed, even. Because wow. he's like, that's not my wolf. Yeah, and I was looking at it and I'm like, I don't I don't see Rick anywhere in this. Yeah, I really love him. I love my special effects people, Like, that's right? not my Rick's work. <laughs> and I was like, that's not that's not Rick. So I'm like watching the whole movie and I'm like, I don't know. I don't see him. What part did he do? Was it just like a little part? And I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, this is not, this is not my Rick's work at all. Yeah. He asked to have his name removed and it's still on there. And it's oh. still on IMDb and everything. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna, I know. Now, I'm going to have to look up, a, see if I can find any interviews with him talking about that. Because now I'm curious, really curious to learn a little bit more. Yeah, final burn, right? Oh my gosh. But yeah, I remember him saying, that's not my werewolf. Yeah, he's like, I do not claim that werewolf. I don't claim it. It's not mine. I don't claim that CGI werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. So, yeah, I just remembered that too. Anyway, this is going to be a very interesting, interesting episode to talk about because of everything that, that happened during this. So I'm like, okay, I'm so excited. Oh, All right. This is such yeah. a nice surprise. I just have to say, I had no idea, but I do remember watching this movie and specifically wanting to talk about that. So I was like, I just... I don't think that's correct, but it's on the movie credits, right? So I don't know yeah. what to think. No, 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 no. Oh, 
You, you want to know something else? Okay, I'm, I'm I do. Just, I am way ahead of myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> a dish, dish, dish. This isn't a dish because I don't know why or I don't understand. I don't understand. Okay, Michael Rosenbaum. Love this actor dearly. Okay, love his work. He always makes me laugh. He was, um, he played Kyle in the um, TV studio. He had several scenes and he went uncredited in this, according to IMDb. He had so many scenes and she even called him by name. Oh my gosh, you know what? I'm like looking at my list of actors yeah. right now and I didn't even realize. And I'm like, what? I don't have yeah. him on my list. And Un I definitely know him. Uncredited. Was this his choice? He had so many scenes. There's no way he would have been uncredited. I find that very hard to believe. It's not like he's a nobody either. No. Whoa. The gym teacher got a credit. How come Michael Rosenbaum is uncredited? Oh, my gosh. So I wonder if he said that I do, he does not want his name on this because that has been done before a lot in horror films. Yeah. We are going to have to research this mystery a little bit. I know. I'm so... I can't believe that. I just totally glazed over because I'm like looking at all my actors. It's There's a so huge many. freaking cast. I was like, I was like so stressed out because I'm going through and I'm like, there's more. It just keeps going. And I didn't even realize, but I love him. And he wasn't, what? That's crazy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, wow. ma'am. I want to know. My inquiring mind is dying to know. Why? Wow. What, the, what the fuck? What, what the fuck? The fuck? Anyway, yes, I loved so many of these cast members, including a lot of the smaller parts, like the gym teacher and the coworker with the nosebleed. And like everybody in this movie is is somebody to me, including Michael. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Cursed is a real Scooby Doo mystery here. I'm just saying, know? it's a it's a big old mess. It is. <laughs> wow. So. Directed, of course, by Wes Craven, the reason for August, in my opinion, and written by the great Kevin Williamson. I wonder, did he write all of these drafts? I'm just curious. I'm so curious now. Did he write the first one? And that's it. What? How? Yeah. Who? So what many did questions. You do? What did you do exactly, Mr. Williamson? Because you're a genius. We know this. Oh, Yeah. And now I'm curious. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Tell us. What did you do? <laughs> and was he pissed? Were you pissed, Mr. Williamson, when they made you change it over and over <sighs> again? I mean, I would be, honestly. I'd be so, a little, so a little mm-hmm. Especially when there's like, it's not just one. It's not just two. It's like, how many of these do you want me to write? You can write a whole <laughs> franchise of these. <laughs> exactly. Using the pieces of all these scripts, yep. we could just make a whole Frankenstein, a whole new one. Absolutely. And he's such a genius, he could do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Yeah. So th this movie is very, very interesting. This version stars Christina Ricci, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg, Judy Greer, Joshua Jackson, and Derek Mears is our werewolf. Oh, I know. I was like, hmm. big hearts for Derek. Derek, my hometown hero. We'll get to that yeah. later. But let's jump in with our favorite kill. I should apologize in advance for not sharpening this thing. 
It might take a couple of extra whacks. You know what? That's another thing. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) This was supposed to be in our movie. This was shot to be in our movie. That makes more sense to me. Wes Craven signed on for it to be in our movie. And then they said, make a PG movie. (gasps) PG-13. Excuse me. Yes. Oh, my uh, listeners, my face was one of shock. Um, Jaw-dropping, Jamie. Uh, yep. What? Yep. <laughs> I feel like, man, man, there was some bait and switch going on on this one. Because it was like, it'll be R-rated. Come on, it'll be fun. Werewolves, Rick Baker, kill some people. <laughs> and then we're going to have this person and this person. Okay, swap them out. Put in this person, this person. Also make a PG-13. Yeah, yeah, and we know that Wes can do PG movies because of all of his fantastic made-for-TV movies, but that's not what this was supposed to be when it was shot. That's not what he signed on for either. They didn't let it be what it wanted and needed to be. No, should have just let it be. And then it would have done better, I'm sure, at the box office. This one tanked. So, anyways, okay, back to our favorite kill. (laughs) There's not a lot to choose from again, PG-13, but what you got? You know, I have to give it to my girl, Shannon Elizabeth. Uh, first of all, I love her, you know. I, I, I will talk about her, but mm-hmm. I love her. I just love her. And um, I thought it was really fun. You know, she gets, first of all, she gets in that car crash, and that's intense enough. And they're trying to get her out, and she's like, try in here. I'm hanging here. Help me out here. And so then, you know, they're in there, and then the werewolf hand comes in and grabs her and pulls her out of the car. But the best part, the reason that it's my winner is because you get that great, like, torso gone. Like, she's just half of her torso is missing and she's still trying to get away. (laughs) That was the best part. Um, And I liked, I think that was probably, like, my favorite special effects, like, moment. So Mm -hmm. definitely takes the cake for me. I don't really have a special effects favorite moment. There's like, not a lot of, but that's my fave. <laughs> there was not really anything that really particularly stood out to me. Maybe some good blood. It's about it for me. We didn't get that fantastic werewolf transformation that we love and come to expect from someone like Rick Baker. Yeah. So this explains a lot. Yes, it does. I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So my favorite kill is her friend, Maya, the actress maya musician maya what was her character name again i just called her maya the whole time because i love <laughs> like it's maya that's right maya. i have no idea jenny or something one is jenny and one is becky yeah so she's jenny and it's yes. shannon elizabeth is becky okay my favorite is maya she's got that great parking garage battle and chase and elevator terror the whole bit i loved it i loved it i loved it had some suspense it had some crawling under cars it was good i'm like such a sucker for chase scenes too so i did enjoy that one too if i had to pick a runner up and i didn't for this one that would probably be my runner up right there's not a lot there's not a lot to choose from there really is not all righty fashion moment so many looks (laughs) yeah looks Mm, I had three. I struggled in the beginning and then I went into like, and then I went crazy. I went to overload. Okay. I have three as well. Uh, you give me your winner and then I'll give you mine. Okay. Um, okay. So winner. I'm secretly um, hoping you have mine so I can don't have to make such a hard decision. Okay. <laughs> I might because I feel like this one was a little tricky. Um, for, at first I was struggling, you know, where I was like looking for what I had and I'm like, 
Uh, none of these are really grabbing me, but I, I got it. Um, my winner, my ultimate winner, I'm a sucker for a leopard print uh, costume. So Maya, oh. my girl Maya, I love her. Um, I love her little like leopard dress and she's got the ears and she's got a little sparkle collar. So that was pretty cute. So that's my winner. Not my winner. Not even on my list. Okay, this is <sighs> difficult now. Between two looks I definitely would wear today. Okay. I'm going with Ellie. It's going to be an Ellie look. Got to do it. it. It's when she finds out they just bumped Bayo from the segment, right? And she's mm -hmm. wearing this pink top. And it's kind of a long sleeve, but it's like a sheer mesh on the sleeves with like a tank cami situation underneath. I think the top has a design on it. I just bought one that looks almost like that just Cute. two months ago. Like I just purchased one similar to this. The only difference is her sleeves are kind of belled and mine aren't close. But same colors and everything. When I say I would wear this today, I would and I will. Yep. Do it. That was a cute look. It I'm glad so that good. you got something uh, very similar to that. So okay. Um, my next look, uh, Joni, it's her like final look. Mm -hmm. And she's it's that really cool like vintage. It's like almost like a purplish kind of color like a lavender maybe even and it's got like bell sleeves and it's long and it has that great like slit in it and I'm mm -hmm. like oh, I love it I'd wear it <laughs> I want it I love that too okay my my runner-up my first runner-up is going to Becky when after when they're at the the fair and she chases down her friend and she's wearing this really cute denim jacket with jeans and I love you know, I love a denim on denim and, and black jeans, I think. And then also she's wearing like a flower tank top underneath. So you got the dark jacket with the floral tank. Again, would wear that today. That's a super cute look. I almost picked that tank top because it was so cute and I would wear it. I have things that are pretty damn similar and I definitely had very similar outfits at that time too. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I, the clothes in this, I was like, mm -hmm, I had that and I had that and I had something similar to that. I love the color of the jacket too. The color of that oh. was beautiful. It was good. It is really good. Okay, so my last one, and I think that it's just because it says a lot about her. Um, it's silly, but uh, when we're first introduced to Joni, um, she's wearing the little sweater, like, wrapped around her shoulders. Mm -hmm. I think it was pink, too, but she has it, like, wrapped around her shoulders, and it kind of tells you a lot about, like, who she is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yep. um, it's like, oh, she's kind of like trouble. I yeah. She's, she's got the little sweater. She's got it wrapped around her shoulders. Doesn't really serve much of a purpose at the moment. Mm, we got to watch her. She's always trouble. Judy Greer's always trouble. I know. That's why it, we love her. At least back then. I know. That's why we love her. I, know, I love right? Judy Greer's like a mean girl. I do. I am. Can I just say, side note, I am so bummed I can't go see her in the play at Steppenwolf this week. So bummed. Oh, I know. Oh, that'd be so amazing. Yeah, I can't believe she's right here in Chicago and I can't go see her. But anyway, I'm sure she's rocking it. My number three, <laughs> psychic. What's her name? Zelda? Yes, Portia de Rossi or Rosie. Yes. It, again, at the psychic fair, at the carnival, um, they do a close-up on her hands and all of her rings. I wouldn't wear those rings today, but I wore rings very similar to that in the 90s. <laughs> 
I still know people who wear rings like that today. I kind of love it. I love it. I love it too. I just think they would start, they would irritate me now. I think I the chunkiness it of it much. would, would mm -hmm. irritate me. But back then, 97, 98, 99, I was all about it. Maybe even 96 as well. Yeah. Late 90s were my big chunky ring eras. Yeah. Anything else for you? No, that was it. Um, yeah, again, it was hard at first. I was worried I wasn't going to have any, but there were a couple gyms that caught my eye. So, Once I stopped fidgeting and paid attention, I found plenty. But in the yes. beginning, I had zero. Like, this had to be the second watch. The first time I was watching it, I wasn't clearly watching it. Because as soon as I started paying attention, I'm like, oh, this, 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 mm -hmm. and this. Could be options. Thank you very much. I also honorable mention to our girl Ellie when, when she's in the office and she's always like sporting the like black pencil skirt suit power suit look with the spiky little heels. She looks, she's always looks so good in that style. Oh, so good. I know. Gosh, she's just so beautiful. I've always loved yeah. her. So just every moment of her, I'm like, perfect. Perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Okay, best hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. I only have one. I struggled hard, and uh, that didn't get any better. There was a lot of hair. I actually have three. Really? Oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, girl. Okay, if I don't count the werewolf hair, okay, my winner goes to both Jenny and Becky at the fair. They're like bang twinsies, and I loved it. <laughs> that was my winner, too. It's yes. the double bangs. Double bangs. Because their bangs were like perfect, and I'm like, oh, you guys and were the same to be BFFs because you have the perfect same bangs. Yes, they, they were the same. The cut was similar. I mean, I just, I loved it so much. So I'm so yeah, glad the, you understand. I said this I out loud understand. when I was watching it, and David didn't understand. I was like, the bangs, the the bangs. Look at the bangs. Well, we're both bang girls, so we get it. We get it. We get it. Yeah, you. that that is not only my winner. That is my only option. I have nothing else. What do you got? Okay, so along for mm -hmm. with that moment, and I'm so glad we both chose that. I definitely <laughs> chose the double matching bangs. Double okay. bangs. <laughs> double bangs. Um, I also really like the moment where Ellie. Um, this is before she's gone like full sexy, where she lets her mm -hmm. hair down all the way. But this is when her hair is up. But there's a couple long strands that are hanging hanging down um, yeah. in the front. I like that moment because it's kind of in between the two hair yeah. like lives. Yeah. Um, so I really liked that. And then, okay, so what was uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character's name? Jimmy. Jimmy, yes. I really like his hot hair moment too when he like transforms because i love i love we've talked about this before but i love when like hair tells a little bit of the character like development and so it, his moment where it's like all like messy and like cute and i'm like oh he's got the hot guy hair now it's all messy hot guy messy uh, yes um so i loved 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 that as well Zelda is that her name Zelda mm -hmm. or is, okay Zelda's hair was also pretty awesome Harsha's hair because yeah. yeah. it was like big and then yeah. she had some or like breads or, or breads Beats. she had some braids <laughs> or dreads going on like yeah, yeah. in here too so hers was pretty epic as well I almost picked her too I should have picked her maybe I wasn't paying attention enough I was so so distracted by the fashion yeah you know it's time for a proper like to own 
brought something out from my train. Where did you get that? I I was really torn though on fashion because I kind of also wanted Zelda's rings as a prop. I know. So I, I was like, oh. it's hard sometimes. I'm like, prop fashion, prop fashion. I don't know, ah. but I went with fashion because I thought they were so rad. Okay, yeah. what do you got for your props? We probably have the same. Okay, I have a little bit of a list. Do you want to ping pong? Yeah, I you have, have a list. Two. I have two. Okay, I've I have more than you. Amazingly, okay. Um, so I think if I was going to have anything randomly, it would be the, um, like little red riding hood cuckoo clock. Oh yeah. It was really cool because it, it rings. And then instead of like Dude. some cute little scene, the wolf <laughs> comes out and I'm like, Oh, here's another little wolf, you know, thing. I like it. <laughs> so I want that super fun. That sounds amazing. Okay. So can I just say I would be happy to have any of the wax figures and tinsel? Yeah. Any and all. I don't care which one I go home with. I would be happy. And I would love to display that in my apartment. Yeah, I wish that place was real. So much so that I would like the tinsel club sign. Yes, I, I had the sign as well. But I didn't want two things from tinsel. So I, I nixed it. But that was on my original list. All but right. well, you, could, you got the pro the I, figures. I got the sign. I really want the figures like a lot. Be <laughs> good. Okay, now I also would love um, Jimmy's werewolf book that he's reading. One of them, the one specifically, or he's lying on the couch and reading it. You know, there are some other werewolf literature pieces, but I really like that one. But I wanted that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have a couple more. Um, I would also, it's kind of like a prop from another movie, but I would love the Wolfman Kane like replica. Because when it comes to like the classic like movie monsters, the Wolfman is probably yeah. my favorite. There's like a, uh, there's such a sadness to it that like really yeah. hits me. Um, so I really, really love that one. Like that one, it just has a special place in my heart of the, the classic monsters. Um, so I've always wanted that cane. So when I saw it in there, I'm like, Okay, I want that. That kind of kills two birds with one stone on props. Yeah, so I'd I like it. that. And then lastly, um, this is in tinsel as well, but I really want the diva room sign. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just all the signs in tinsel for you. Okay, epic line. Did you really call the police? You're sorry, Ashley. My mom and dad are Girl, I need to let you go first because I have line overload right now and okay. I'm a little overwhelmed. <laughs> I told Nina, I sent her the unedited list and I'm like, don't save all these. Oh my god. Do not work this hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Yet. Well, hopefully I have some. I have three lines. Um, Wait. Hopefully some of these are on your list. It gotta be. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay, um, I am going to go with, I'm choosing a favorite, favorite right now. Okay, Maya, my girl, right? Mm -hmm. I just love her in this movie. This comes way at the beginning, but like best friend points, you know, big yes. time. She's talking to our fortune teller yes. and she says, This is it. My friend here is basically obsessed with this guy that won't call her back. And we need to know if she should forget him cold or hold out for the next 20 years. Well, anyways, whatever you see, just say forget his ass. By the way, so, something you've said to me <laughs> a lot lately. 
I'm just so saying. I'm like, oh, total, total BF plans. She's got her girl. I love that. So that is my favorite, hands down. What else you got? <laughs> okay. I also really love this moment um, between brother and sister. And, you know, we're, they're talking about this werewolf thing. Okay. So what would a werewolf be doing in L.A.? Shouldn't it be off in the countryside somewhere, terrorizing helpless maidens? I don't know, maybe it's a hip werewolf. You know, the maidens come here with the perfectly implanted breasts. <laughs> Can I actually piggyback off of you? Yeah. I also love later on in that scene, like, so much. You should get to school. Hey, I was bitten by a werewolf. I mean, that's not good enough for a sick day. I could be cursed. Everybody's cursed, Jimmy. It's called life. Oh, I mean by the mark of the beast. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Okay, and then my final one goes to Ellie, um, and this is, uh, you know, Scott Baio, like, can't handle her, like, sexy werewolf appeal, right? And so, uh, he, you know, they're talking, and he, like, you know, touches her. And, um, and then we could segue into uh, what you're doing now. What are you doing now? Beautiful girl. I mean, you've got this aura thing happening. I just can't quite put my finger on it. Not when you can use your own hand. Um, thank you. I, I think that's, that's really all we needed to discuss. And uh, I'll see you in the studio. Okay, you got it. Well, I love her comeback. I love that she's like, you know, she know, like she's herself and she's not going to take no shit from nobody. And it's something you and I would say as well. Yeah. It Not is. when you can use your whole hand. Mm -hmm. Okay, my winner goes to Joni when she's about to go full wolf on them all. And she just has this whole entire monologue that is amazing. Just for the record, I didn't ask for this. It was just a hot night with a guy that every girl in town wanted. Lucky me. Should have been more careful, though. I got a little rough and wound up cursed by the mark of the beast. That Jake is a catch. Oh my god. Thought he was the one, you know, but all I got was a couple dates, some hot sex, and a I'm not ready for a relationship right now. It's not you, it's me. Men, they're all beasts. Jake didn't want me, and if I can't have him, <laughs> well, you know how that line goes. Hey, I. <laughs> <laughs> thing is i never saw you as a threat i find you rather depressing myself girl joni same of all the lines in this movie that is the most relatable and just so you know ladies if he tells you it's not you it's him or if he says he needs time he needs time to go find someone else <laughs> so that's my winner hands down has to be okay number two goes to first runner up our, our man michael Okay. I'm not trying to freak you out, but you've been infected. You're cursed. You've got to sever the line of the beast. It's the only way to break the curse. Okay, all psychics back in their seats, please. The beast is human, too. Don't forget that. It's closer to you than you think. Maybe you can just follow me. Shouldn't you psychically know when you're annoying someone? <laughs> I laughed so hard. Okay, and my... Number three, my last but not least, is a whole conversation. 
I call it the best of luck, yay go gay, I'll see ya monologue. <laughs> what are you doing here? I uh, just wanted to kind of talk uh, about that stuff you said today. What stuff? About me? I was just wondering how you knew. No one else did, just you. And I've been so shitty to you. And then I thought, why wouldn't you know? It takes one to know one, right? Of course, you would know. I don't know what. Whoa, whoa. What, what are you doing? I'm gay. I, I just can't keep it in anymore. I had to tell you, you're the only other gay guy that I know. Whoa, whoa okay, stop. No, I'm not. Not gay. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with this it. This is hard for me, okay? Don't be like... Look, trust me, bro, I'm not gay. I'm, I'm, I'm cursed. I know, sure it feels like that, doesn't it? Not being able to tell anyone, talk to anyone about it? No, no, I'm cursed by the mark of the beast. Bo, I'm, I'm a werewolf. Come on, Jimmy, you don't have to pretend anymore. Not with me. No, 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 it's part of the curse. I'm, I'm appealing. I, I have an unnatural sexual allure. Yeah, yeah, you do, I know. But Look, dude, I'm happy for you. you. You be gay, it's a good thing. Unfortunately, I got my own shit to take care of. So, uh, best of luck. Yay, go gay. And I'll, uh, I'll see ya. I love that scene so much. It is so sweet in the funniest way. And, and he's just so vulnerable, but also funny. I just loved it so much. And um, I, th I think they became best friends after this. That's what I like to think, too. I would like to give an honorable mention, if that's all right. Yeah. Honorable mention goes to Kyle again. Hey, Ellie. Hey, Kyle. Hey, 70s Retro Week is booking up. Do we want Keith Partridge or Marsha Brady? Only one slot left. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You look different today. Saucy. I like it. Yeah, it's a new gauze look. Nice. <laughs> again, completely something that I would say to somebody. Super cute. Mm-hmm. And I had so many more lines to choose from. So for me, I mean, I know the script was probably shit from what it became, from what it was, but there were some good quotables. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's time to talk about our actors. But before we do that, we need to take an ad break. Now there's about 20 of them out there. What will we do? Don't worry. We're safe in here. They'll never get in. Why is it that in every zombie story, people always think that their safe haven is invulnerable? I know. It's like, hello, the walkers are totally going to get in. You better get ready for it. <laughs> Diane, get behind me. No, it's not stopping. Do something, Jack. And another thing. How come nobody in a zombie story has ever seen a zombie story? Do you know how much time in human life would be saved if just one person in the group was up on the genre? What do we do? Aim for, for the, the head. head. What? Aim, Aim for, for the, the head. head. You heard them. Aim for the head. Quick, Diane, I think we should try and fix the barricades. I think we should listen to them. Now that's the first good idea they've had all episode. I still don't think they're going to make it. Aim for the Head, a weekly podcast covering the hit AMC programs The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Join hosts Diana and Steve as they recap and discuss the latest episodes. Aim for the Head, available on iTunes. You can also follow them on Facebook. And now for acting. You know every face in here. I got a respect for the unknown actor. 
Oh, I, I, I had, I had a meltdown looking at this cast list. What about you? It seriously gave me so much anxiety because there were so many people. I missed some people because I was like, after Judy Greer's credit, I was like, you know what? Because I think they did it in chronological. Well, maybe not even. I don't know how they ordered it. But after a certain point, I was like, that's it for me. Can't anymore. <laughs> oh, I did not tap out. I stopped when I stopped seeing people be familiar. And then even then I still looked because I recognized even the teeny tiny parts. I recognized those actors as well. A lot of the teeny tiny parts I did not, but some I did. So I went all the way to the end. All right, let's jump right on in with these first two actors have navigated a very successful career from early childhood until now. First off, Christina Ricci playing Ellie. What do you got for her? Oh my God, where do I even start? Um, gosh, I love her. Okay, I just rewatched Pumpkin, really like Pumpkin, Sleepy Hollow, Pecker, I love Pecker, Buffalo 66, I love Casper. Mm. I don't want to take them all, so I'm going to let you take some too. I have more, have you, but. Have you seen the Lizzie Borden Chronicles? No, I haven't actually yet, oh. and I want to. I saw it when it first came out. That's way back when I still had Netflix. I canceled Netflix years and years ago because I wasn't using it. I was using Tubi all the time. But the Lizzie Borden Chronicles were so good. I've been oh wanting to see that for ages. Because oh, I'm like, a... oh, she's perfect for that. She's perfect for Lizzie. <laughs> and she was perfect in it. It was amazing. You got to watch it. You just got to. Yeah. About Afterlife. Yep. Mm -hmm. Love some Afterlife. Uh, of course, Adam's family we got. Oh, yeah. Um, one more thing I do have is I woke up early the day I died, and our, our friend Billy Worley is in that. So I haven't seen that one. Everyone is in this movie. Aww. Billy Zane was talking about it when we interviewed him, and I knew Billy was in it. So after that, I went and I found a copy, and I bought it, and it's very interesting. It's a silent film. Wow. And it's played cool. like a silent film almost. It's insane. It is, it is cuckoo bananas. But I definitely recommend you check it out. Because Billy's in it. Both Billy's. Gotta watch it then. <laughs> for sure. What else you got for Christina? Um, she was in a movie called Escaping the Madhouse, where she portrayed one of my real life heroes, Nellie Bly, uh, investigative female reporter who did some crazy investigative journalism. Anyway, she's my girl. I love Nellie Bly. I've written multiple papers on her for school because she was like my reporter hero. Um, was, so she, was, the, was the character in American Horror Story Asylum based on her? I think so. Actually, when yeah. I watched it, I was like, oh, it's Nellie. It's Nellie yeah. Bly. I was like, it's fucking Nellie Bly. I've read her. I've read her story that she wrote 10 Days in the Madhouse, which is what this is based on. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she got herself. Yeah, she got herself checked into a madhouse, basically, and she couldn't get out um, for 10 days. She wasn't supposed to be there that long. Um, but yeah, she basically discovered that the women in there were not crazy. Uh, mm -hmm. For the most part, they were just, you know, their husbands put them in there or mm -hmm. whatever, but um, they weren't crazy. So she wrote a really cool investigative story. She bought a baby on the black market once for like a story because she was like writing a story about babies being sold. <laughs> like she did crazy, crazy investigative journalism. She actually also traveled the world in like... Uh, 70 i'm trying to remember how many days but she was like i'm just gonna beat that book record too and everyone's like you can't travel the world you're a woman how will you carry everything that you need and she's like all i need is this bag that's all i need watch me do it 
And uh, that bag was at the museum for many years. Sadly, it's not there anymore, the museum, but I've always wanted to see Nellie, bag, Nellie Bly's traveling bag. So badass lady, Christina wow. Ricci played her. Anyway, I digress. Um, I also really loved her in Prozac Nation. Um, let's see. I think that was actually the main ones that I had written down. There's two I forgot. One, Pan Am. I, I did like that show. It didn't last very long. I liked it. I watched a little of that. Monster, of course. How can we forget Monster? How could I forget Monster? I have that on my list, too, actually. Yeah. In Mermaids. Let's see Mermaids. It was her first role, as far as I know. So she was tiny. Has Winona Ryder and Cher in it. Fun fact, my tap teacher, Miss Judy Burke, was in that movie. It's a dancer. Very cool. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. So Aww, that's very cool. <laughs> it's very, very, very cool. So shout out to my tap teacher, Judy, who rocks yeah. and is amazing and has reignited my love for dance. So thank you, Miss Judy. Mm-hmm. Joshua Jackson playing Jake. <laughs> Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, girl. <laughs> okay but of course we also love him and you know like urban legend cool intentions i'm gonna say all of them you see some (laughs) he was fantastic in the affair i haven't seen the affair i don't like it because it's so good i don't it's a it's i've talked about it before it's a show that is brilliant honestly it's filmed so well and if they film half the show in her perspective and half the show in his perspective, neither are Joshua at this time. And uh, they're having in how they start their affair. And I, I don't really like it so much because it's like, you know, they're like romanticizing this affair and he blows his whole family up for it and all that stuff. Anyway, Joshua is the woman's husband. Okay. And mm-hmm. eventually they go into four parts. And they cover like his side and then the wife's side. Wow. But they shoot the exact same scene differently. Just his version on how things happened and her version on how things happened. And it is brilliant on what they did with that show. I don't have the stomach for it. Henry was obsessed with it. So I saw seasons like one, two, and three. And then I just couldn't do it anymore. But it it's, I mean, it's an amazing show. It really, really, really is. I, I can't believe how well they did this show. So, wow. I mean, check it out. It's a really good television because I don't like it. That doesn't mean it's bad. It's actually really, really, really good and effective. How about uh, Shudder, the American version of Shudder? Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, Mighty Ducks. Of course. made me realize i need to rewatch that one quack quack (laughs) scream two yep (laughs) (laughs) i have uh oh i haven't seen this but i saw it on imdb and i'm dying to see it apparently there's a 2023 fatal attraction show i noticed that too and i was like what is this i'm like excuse me yeah i was interested too i am intrigued do you have anything else i got one more that's about it for me. Apt People, Stephen King's Apt People. I still haven't seen that. It's good. It's creepy. It's creepy. Cool. It's really weird. I mean, not, not weird in a good... It's Stephen King. I mean, in all of his glory. And it's one of his short stories. It's his short stories translate to movies really well. Oh, and his short stories are so good. So I've been good. on a Stephen King kick recently, so I should book put that on movie. my list. Uh, movies. Yeah, it's a short movie, like an hour and a half, in and out, and the actors are amazing. Um, God, who else is in this? 
like Atisse is in it, and um, I think David Schwimmer's in it. Oh, Ian McKellen, Brad Renfro, Ann Dowd, Bruce Davis, and James Karen was in this movie. So, I mean, the cast in this movie, Kevin Spiritus, the guy I have like such a like Aww. a Hollywood crush on since Friday the Thirteenth is in this movie, <laughs> right? So you got to see this movie. I do. Okay, but that's all I have is after people. Jesse Eisenberg playing Jimmy. You know, I really thought I knew him a lot more than I actually did. Oh, really? Yeah. I have Now You See Me, mm -hmm. The Social Network, The Village. And then there was this show called Get Real that starred John Tenney and Anne Hathaway. Did you ever watch this? No, uh-uh. Very short-lived, early 2000s, I want to say. Pretty sure it was before this maybe and i think it was on fox but i remember that show that's kind of all i have for him okay along with those i have zombie land of course um the art of self-defense um american ultra 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 um and adventureland i haven't actually seen any of those oh okay I, I know of some of them but i've never seen them yeah judy greer or judy playing Joni. okay first i have to say this about our our wonderful judy uh she wrote a book that i love <laughs> it's called, i don't know what you know me from <laughs> and the beginning of the book starts off how people would come up to her and start sentences i don't know how i know you <laughs> so the book's called i don't know what you know me from i love that so i'm cute. also like how do people not know anyway but well it might have been before she was ultra famous i can't i don't remember when this came out i read it so many years ago so but it might have been before she was like super duper famous yeah ah, it's yeah. still just hard for me to be like you didn't know what you knew her from nothing i would have totally would have known <laughs> I totally know, would have known i would have been like jawbreaker i know jawbreaker is the first one i think of her in because i fucking love that movie i just rewatched it like a couple months ago I think for me, Jawbreaker is a close second. I think for me, 13 going on 30. 13 going on 30 is my second. <laughs> I yeah. love, it's like one of my favorite rom-coms of all time. I love that movie. Speaking of rom-coms, I absolutely love What Women Want. Oh, I like that one too. What else you got? Well, we'll stay with the rom-coms. We got The Wedding Planner. I actually mm -hmm. liked that one too. Not really a rom-com. She did Just Shoot Me. Love that mm -hmm. show. Obsessed with that show. Yeah, she had a, it wasn't a huge part, but she was in an adaptation and I love that movie. If I'm thinking of, oh, yeah. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yep. So she's in that. Uh, let's see here. Love and Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a show and I do believe that show had, again, our man Billy Warley in it. Aww. Oh, mm -hmm. well, we have Jurassic World. Um, I oh, wasn't... You know, I'm a huge Jurassic Park lover. Well, I'm not as into the new ones, but, you know, she's a part of that. So that's Is that cool. the newest, newest one? I'm trying to remember. No. no, the newest one was Dominion, I think is what it mm. was called. Yeah. You called the newest one the biggest pile of dinosaur dung you've ever seen. <laughs> it made me sad. It made me sad because it had my people that I love from the original. And I'm like, oh, my God, please don't let this be Sam Neill's last movie. Like, please. <laughs> Don't let this Please. be his legacy. Yeah. And it isn't. So, but I love me some Sam Neill. You yeah. know this? 
He's one of my favorites. Um, so anyway, the bonus scenes for the extended version, I think were just a little bit more Sam Neill and a couple other mm. things, but I'm like, I'm okay with it. Sam Neill still looks fucking good. So all right. Yeah, but uh, still, it was just um, I'm not gonna get into it. Not a good I didn't like that movie, but <laughs> I liked seeing Sam Neill. You like him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a show. Haven't seen it. I think it's a show. I notated it because it was hilarious, hilariously titled. It's called Addicted to Fresno. Fresno is a town about an hour away from my hometown, to which I responded in my head, ew, who would be addicted to that place? It's a movie, and it's really cute. Is it? Yeah. It also think I think it also has Tony Collette in it, and I'm obsessed with Tony Collette. And I'm trying to think of the other lovely lady who's in it. Um... But it's really cute. I love that one. Oh, it's Natasha Leone is in that. And I love oh. her. And Audrey Plaza is in that. And Clea Duvall. Okay. So it has Everybody's all, in it. Tony Collette all... is not in that one. I'm thinking of a different <laughs> one. But there's a million other people in this one. How about Carrie 2013? Have you seen that one yet? I haven't. Okay. Not great. Yeah, I'm um, not that interested in it. So I just haven't seen it. Do you have anything else? I got a couple more. I mean, of course, just like the Halloween stuff. Other than that, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> uh, the Village? Oh, yeah, she's in The Village, too. And Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Now, I haven't seen this movie, but I read the book. That's a very interesting read. All right, Scott Bayo playing Scott Bayo. So, we all know that Summer loves her some diagnosis murder. All about the DM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was on the first two years of that. I'll let you take it away because I'm sure I have extras. You know, I didn't really, um, I didn't, I just put him as like a cameo because like all these were, there were so many actors. I just put mm -hmm. him as a cameo. But, you know, of course we have this like classic him. We have Charles in Charge. We have Joni Loves Chachi. We have Happy Days. Um, of course, Diagnosis Murder. I'm trying to think of the, trying to think of anything else off the top of my head. Oh, he's in that movie Baby Geniuses. I don't oh know. Do you remember that one? Yes, and I completely <laughs> forgot about it until this moment. Same, same. I'll let you take it away from here. Those are just kind of like, just <laughs> Well, I was a huge Scott Bayo fan, of course. I love me some Diagnosis Murder, as I said. I also really love the show he did on Nickelodeon. I think it was a Nick at Night original uh it's called sea dad run that ran three years and i did watch mm. that even though i didn't have cable i like bought it on like itunes and it was really entertaining um an episode of touched by an angel i always remember a lot he did an episode of jack's place big jack's place fan zapped bugsy malone classic and last but not least 1985's alice in wonderland have you seen this movie was it on tv it was a made-for-TV movie. Okay. And I it had feel, I, everyone and their sister in it. Like, my God. Yeah, I feel like I kind of vaguely know this one because I'm like, it was a made-for-TV, right? I kind yep. of remember it. Um, so Live it, action. Gosh, if I, if I saw it, I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> I was obsessed as a kid. I was so obsessed with this version of Alice in Wonderland. I think my parents lost the tape accidentally on purpose. Like, <laughs> I mean, I never stopped playing this tape. I, I this was my introduction to Carol Channing was this Aww. movie it also had red buttons and Tom McLaughlin you know who directed Friday the 13th part six 
and Shelley Winters was in it, and Sammy Davis Jr. was in it, and Martha Ray mm-hmm. was in it, and John Stamos was in it, Bo Bridges oh. was in it, Sid Caesar was in it, and Patrick Duffy, and so many others. But I'll always, always, always remember Carol Channing as the White Queen. This was my Carol Channing introduction. I was like four years old, and I loved her from this day forward ever since and of course now being a broadway nerd i love her even more but back then i was obsessed i wanted to be her in this movie so alice in wonderland 1985 guys don't know if it's available but you gotta check it out portia de rossi what do you got for her oh you know uh, well um arrested development for sure um i definitely liked that show for a while nip tuck you know i think she was on like six episodes or so Mm -hmm. I liked that show. We've been over this show before mm-hmm. um, on this on this podcast. I liked that one. Um, Stigmata. Yeah. I'm going to let you take away some of these horror ones. And then I don't know who's going to get the sitcom here that I'm thinking of. But let's see if it's on your list. I'm going to say Ally McBeal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My fave. Yeah. I love that show so much. Yeah. I need to rewatch that one, actually. I've been thinking about a little rewatch of that. You know, now that I work at a law firm, it's going to make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Like, I'm going to understand the terminology, whereas back then I didn't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, of course, Scream too. Yep. Do you have anything else? Um, I think that's it. All right. Maya plays Jenny. Not a big Maya fan. I thought I was. I mean, I knew... I know her music. I'm not a big fan of the music, but I thought I'd seen her in a lot more movies, and I haven't. Yeah, I don't think she was really in all that many movies. Not ones that I know. I knew her music. I was, you know, I was all right with her. Um, I, some of the songs I remember. Are, mm-hmm. Hey, and I mean, there was that awesome Moulin Rouge, Lady Marmalade collab, mm-hmm. and she was in that. So that's she, pretty sweet. She was also in the movie of Chicago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Shall We Dance, a dancing movie with Richard Gere. Speaking of Chicago, Richard Gere, yay. Um, And that Shall We Dance was set here in in Chicago, actually. Film in Canada, set here. Real fun. And Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. She was also in, and I don't remember because it's been a long time, but she was in an episode of Sister, Sister, and I loved that show. Maya Angelou actually produced that show, and I'm a huge Maya Angelou fan, so really? uh, that made me love the show even more. Wow. I'm a big mm-hmm. Tim Reed fan, so I loved, I watched it for him. I was that kid who watched it for the dad. Big, big Tim Reed fan. Yeah. It's a great show. It was. It was. All right. Shannon Elizabeth is Becky. I always think of Jack Frost. <laughs> oh poor girl i know yeah. right all yeah. she wanted was a bath i know and it just got icky <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> yeah uh, the first thing i always think of her in is gonna be scary movie like forever <sighs> because i love her scene and i mean i just love her yeah. in that so much and i love the original scary movie like so so much the original and part two, I enjoy it a lot. Part two is really fun too, and it's got a great cast. <laughs> part two is so good. Part two for me is so good, and it's super short. It's like 80 minutes, so it's perfect mm-hmm. for me. I love one and two. Those would be fun to do. I know. We got to. Yeah. 13 Ghosts is another standout for me. Oh, yeah. And I mean, of course, uh, the Jane Silent Bob movies. Mm, yep. Night of the Demons remake. Yeah. American Pie. Of course just shoot me 
Love Actually. Last but not least for me, I've talked about this recently, Hang Time. (laughs) I told you I was obsessed with that show, and now it keeps coming up. Aww. That's about it that I had for her. You know, I think she, I do remember she had a little arc on um, that 70s show. I liked that show. Mm -hmm. So she was like a, she had a few episodes. She was like a returning character, reoccurring character. All right, let's talk about our werewolf, can we? Yeah. Derek Mears, my hometown hero. Now he's credited as our werewolf, but now, now, I'm not sure how much he actually had in this movie. How much werewolfing did he do and how much was cgi'd that was kind of my question too when i saw his credit because i'm like Mm -hmm. i wonder if he was like how much he was actually in because it wasn't a lot or did he do a lot of motion capture also could that be part of it could be i'll have to ask him next time i see him anyway as i said he is my hometown hero i used to watch derek perform improv in bakersfield california at a pizzeria when i was like 10 years old so kind of kind of crazy to see his success and say i knew of him when i was a baby and he was performing at pizza places so cool of course we all know we've talked about him before but it's been quite a while friday the 13th 2009 oh yeah he was also the he was also in signs which i didn't actually realize He played the uh, he played the alien on top of the roof, um, and I didn't know that. I played, you know, I don't I don't know if he just did motion action or when. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I liked Signs a lot. And I didn't know he was in it. I haven't seen it since it came out, so it's been a very it's long been time. Been a while, for me. yeah, yeah. Okay, Hatchet Three, of course. Yes. Um, you know, he was uh, Hills Have Eyes Two. Mm-hmm. 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 Masters of Horror in season two. He was in a John Carpenter directed episode. Did some work in Angel. Hey. Don't work. It's been a long time since we've talked about passions. <laughs> <laughs> he had an episode of Passions. I never awesome. knew this. I oh, didn't that's know. awesome. I didn't know or I would have mentioned it during the panel. <laughs> so yeah. Derek, tell us about passions. Passions. <laughs> what? You know, passions. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Um, you know, he did a little bit of stunt work too in Charmed. Um, I'm not yep. sure exactly how much he did, um, but I did see he was in Charmed, and of course we love Charmed. Uh, Men in Black too. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people that were in Men in Black too. It's coming yeah. up more and more, you know. Yeah, time for a rewatch. It is. Um, <laughs> I saw that he was in uh, some kind of credit in Wild Wild West. Oh, Wow. Actually, Ooh. ultimate. That's one of my um, karaoke dream songs with Sammy. Um, now she just has the Wild Wild West part. I have the rapping part, so <laughs> we're kind of waiting on me, but I'm working on it. <laughs> Come on, girl, get your homework done. <laughs> I love it. Though. I'm working on it. Okay, uh, Predators, 2010. Yeah, um, he did some work in True Blood as well. Dead Snow Part Two. Yeah, and you know what? That's about all that I had on my list here. I got one more. I've mentioned this movie several times during the course of this podcast. The Demolitionist. Love that. It's so dumb, but I love it. Love it. Yeah, it has Nicole Eggert in it and a bunch of horror movie actors. Heather Langenkamp has a cameo. Andras Jones is in it. So many people are in this movie. If you look it up, you're going to be like, oh, my God. 
So yeah, nice. it's kind of like a sci-fi action movie. So yeah, check it out. Mm. Uh, Nick Offerman playing quote officer. Of course, he's Megan Mullally's husband, and everyone knows him for Parks and Rec. Do you have anything else from him? I have a few things for him. Continue. Okay. He's in this movie with Audrey Plaza called The Little Hours, which was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. um, he's in the Fargo show, which was really mm -hmm. fun as well. Really well done. Lots of cool actors in that one. Um, he was in this movie I love called In a World. It's about this woman whose dad is the voice actor who does the In a World, like oh, wow. a, for movie trailers. And so yeah. she's like trying to follow in his footsteps, but she's in his shadow, you know, because yeah. he's the In a World guy. It's really, really good. <laughs> really, really quirky, cute comedy. I highly recommend that one. Um, also, Sin City, Murder mm -hmm. by Numbers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I got Will and Grace, of course, and The Men Who mm -hmm. Stare at Goats. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. That had a good cast, too. It did. I forgot about that movie until I read that credit. I'm like, oh, wow. And I suddenly went back to the first time I saw it. I remembered where I was at, the apartment I was in laying down i remember what i was eating it's so strange i have that like i didn't even like the movie that much but i have this intense memory of watching it i have no idea why it stuck with me like that anyway uh -huh. strange right christina anapow plays brooke we just talked about her about two weeks ago and they shoot divas don't they oh my god i remember mentioning her in that episode yeah she was our little pop star in that one right and she also was galena in black swan Mm -hmm. That's what I knew her from too. And True Blood. She had a she had a little yes. arc in True Blood. I remember her from that. That's right. All right. Daniel Mora plays Jose. You know, I had to mention him because he has small parts of Lord of Illusions. Ooh. I didn't Indeed. jot him down because he didn't really he I didn't really recognize him very well. All right. So moving on to Bo. I used to know how to pronounce this guy's last name, and I've lost it because I loved Heroes. I was a big Heroes fan after a while. Yeah. So Bentamiglo. Milo, Bentamiglo, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll go with. Sorry, dude. Apologies. I loved Heroes. I was late to the Heroes game. I started watching Heroes on this last season and then had to play catch up. I still haven't seen it. It's good. It kind of kind of falls off in that last year as most shows do but the first few years are so solid and so interesting and he is so good in it oh my god mm -hmm. when you watch it you're gonna be like wow how come i slept on this for so long i said that when i watched mm -hmm. it i couldn't believe it i had zero interest in heroes and then i was blown away what do you got for him uh she's all that and mm -hmm. stay alive we've talked about stay alive a couple times now and we're gonna have to watch this one yes please it's been a while yeah, live. Let's do this on the show soon. And of course, I have Promised Land. Love me some Promised Land and American Dreams. You know, gotta do the American Dreams. <laughs> gotta do it. Oh my God. Okay, so off topic. When Nina and I were in Indy and we were at Peter Spellos's house, who of course was on American Dreams for two years, mm -hmm. he has a framed photo on his desk of him backstage behind the scenes in that show with him and joey lawrence because they played opposite each other basically the entire show and i was like ah Aww, so cute anyway yeah Aww. american dreams is my show dude do you have any one else um oh gosh let me see through this big list here um eric ladden who plays louis i recognized him from annabelle yeah, he was like a detective. 
I want to say, um, or something like that. And um, he was in a couple of episodes of Big Love, too. And I really liked that show. All right. I did not have him at all. All right. Very cool. I don't remember Annabelle that much, obviously. I mean, I'm trying to think. Let me just check really quick here. Just, uh, I did note down some people who popped up for little cameos that I thought was cool. I immediately recognized Greg Nicotero, like, walk through. Like, he just had a little, like, walk through cameo. And I was like, it's Greg. It's Greg. Yes. Yeah. Credited as man pushing Dracula's coffin. <laughs> yeah. Greg Nicotero. <laughs> okay. I didn't really have anything else to say after that. <laughs> Other okay. than Lance except, Bass. Except, but... Okay. Yeah. Lance Bass and, of course, Craig Kilborn. Fun, another fun fact, you know, Craig Kilborn was the current host of that show when they filmed this. And by the time it finally came out, he was not anymore. <laughs> All right. I have a few more. Okay. <clears throat> Our gym teacher, Shashanti Hall, he played, I, you know, obviously a friend of Wes Craven or a friend of Wes Craven movies. He was cop number one in Nightmare on Elm Street Part One. Aww. He had a reoccurring roles on Picket Fences, Coach, Jag, and Medium, all shows that I watched. Coach was one of my grandma shows, so I have a special place in my heart for Coach. Aww. Also, That's Life. You know I'm obsessed with That's Life. And Ned and Stacy. Uh, that's about it for him. The woman credited as Nosebleed co-worker, Mich Michelle Krusik. Now, she had 88 credits, but I know her most from... The Invitation, which I just saw last year, maybe the year before. It's a new newer watch for me. What a movie. You seen The Invitation? Is that, did that just come out? Um, six or seven years ago, maybe. Okay, I'm thinking about of a different movie called grieving, The Invitation. A grieving support group. It ends with lamps. Nope. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to give anything away, but it definitely was an interesting movie. And she had a reoccurring role playing Zach Ward's girlfriend on Titus. A Titus, another show I love. Have it on DVD. Do a rewatch of that every few years from beginning to end. So good. I definitely remember her from that. And I saw her in this and I said, she is so familiar. What is she from? And I remembered it being a sitcom. But I had to like really work those memory banks before I realized it. Um, ba, ba, ba. Okay, Michael Rosenbaum, uncredited Michael Rosenbaum as Kyle. Again, dude, what the fuck? The movie wasn't that bad. Uh, that's why, <laughs> I, again, I can't believe that that happened. I mean, Urban Legend is what pops to like my mind oh, like yeah. right away. Just I, I didn't look him up because I he wasn't on the list and I just like spaced. But Urban Legend, <laughs> love Urban Legend. Urban Legend was my jam, still is, of course. Love Urban Legend. I also just adore, or I did, a TV show. He was Jack in the show, Zoe, Duncan, Jack, and Jane. Did you ever see the show? I've never heard of this show. I don't know it. <laughs> I remember it. I used to watch it. Um, I don't think it ran very long, though. And Sorority Voice. Oh, yes. Those are some standouts. I think he did some voiceover, like some voiceover work too. I think if I'm remembering correctly, he has quite a few voiceover credits. I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to look him. Let's see. Oh, he did an episode of the Wild Thornberries. I loved yep. that show. <laughs> That's the one with Tim Curry, right? Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. He also has a podcast called Inside of You. And it's really good. It's okay, really, ch- really good. I've been listening to it for for a while, honestly. And he has these amazing guests and he has these amazing like conversations with them. I learned things I never knew about people before and they really open up. It's so good. Oh my God. So check out the Inside of You podcast with Michael Rosenbaum. You've got to listen to it. It's so great. So yeah. It's also on YouTube too. So there's videos of it. And then if you won't prefer the audio version, like with us, you can do it on Apple or Spotify or whatever. Last but not least, I've got Jimmy Starr. He went uncredited uh, in this one as a police officer. But I also mentioned him in last year's West Craven Month because he was an extra in Red Eye. This guy's done a gazillion, trillion, million things on IMDb, all usually uncredited. So all extra roles are teeny tiny parts. But he also has a podcast called The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. And it's also a very fun show. So I was listening to that obsessively for a while. I've kind of fallen off it a little bit. Just got too busy. Sorry, Jimmy. But it's a fun show. Check it out for sure. And I get giddy whenever I I see his name pop up. Because I'm like, I know of him. He's awesome. <laughs> He's so cute, too. <laughs> okay, last but not least, I have Solar playing Zipper. I noted that. <laughs> Good. Only a couple credits, but (laughs) couldn't let the dog go. Dogs are horror, man, right? Yeah. There was a lot of them in this one too, which made me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. All right. That was some cast. All amazing people though. And there were people we'd even mention that were also awesome. So props to everyone. Yeah, really big cast on this one. Can you imagine how big it would have been if they went with the original thing? Huge names. Huge names were tired. I mean, huge names were involved. Huge names were pre-involved. Like, anyway. Huge names shot scenes that were never used. What the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. I'd love to see those. I'd love to see those scenes, you know? I want to see it. I know. I'm so mad at the situation. I want to see the original vision of it. If only. If only someone who has that script could go and get this remake call it the cursed remake but it would be yes. the original script yeah i mean this is the age of remakes why the hell not curse oh. us <laughs> please all right cinematography I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life robert mclaughlin was our cinematographer on this one i'm pretty sure we've talked about him before because he was our cinematographer in black christmas 2006 oh that one's so fun he also did a show called Millennium. Did you ever see Millennium? No. It ran three-ish seasons, full seasons. It had Lance Hendrickson and Terry O'Quinn in it. Oh, fun. Okay. I want to say late 90s or early 2000s. But anyway, he did the entire run of that show. So that was like his baby. And I really enjoyed it a lot. Okay. I don't really have a whole lot on cinematography. So I'll take it. let you take it away. You know, this one I didn't have a whole lot on cinematography either. It's not that it was bad or anything. It just wasn't, like, cinematically epic, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, you know, there was a couple of moments I liked. I mean, I do really kind of like how the camera pans as their, I called it their stroll through the torture devices when he's, like, showing her the different, I kind of like how the camera work was in that. Um, 
you know, I will say that there were a couple points when they were like in the woods, it felt a little dark to me, but mm -hmm. my TV is also like dying. So I don't know if that contributed to it, but it seemed a little oh, dark. I agree. At points. I agree and, on that one. And we, we don't like that. I like to see. No. Okay. Especially when you uh, have a cool werewolf. I know. Um, the whole Maya death scene, I like how that was mm. shot. Like her chase and everything. I called it like a parking garage hallway. Because yep. um, she walked through the cars. And anyway, so I liked how that was done. My favorite shot was her under the car. Yes, that was so good. That's my favorite part of that whole thing. My favorite shot was actually probably... Um, toilet terror okay <laughs> so it's it's above it's an above from above shot of the stall we yeah. have ellie in the bathroom stall and she's you know turning or things are happening to her and the nosebleed girl is on the other side of the door and so it's like this above above shot and you can see both of them like on either side and i thought that was kind of cool um and then i like the dog scene where they're all gathered in front of the house and they're barking. Mm. I just like how it oh, looked. Oh, yeah. And like, you got to be a little more that. specific with the dog scene. Yeah. It's when all the dogs gather and they're barking. And then he finally just like goes out the window and he's like, shut up. And they won't. And then he's like, <laughs> and they all like, they all like, look, like sit there and they're like, what the? And they like, all go and I'm like, dogs. You want to know something? Huh? That was almost my epic line. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute it was so cute because it was so cute and i have been known to howl at dogs to try to get them to shut up too it does not work as well for me i've definitely but. barked barked at a dog or two just trying to, to be on the same level you know <laughs> i'm gonna be in this conversation guys come on maybe you're dog. saying maybe you're saying something extremely profound you don't even know you never know. It probably was mm -hmm. yep <laughs> Or um, you pulled Captain Spaulding on him and said, I'm going to kill your whole fucking family. And they're like, might have oh. said that too. And they're like, <laughs> continue. <laughs> Only other thing I noted, um, I called it uh, a hallway sniff. Um, it's when Ellie smells like the blood the, from the nosebleed. And she's in the hall and she like stops in the middle of the hallway. She has her little sniff. And then the camera kind of like does like a POV behind her, like follows behind her. Yeah. And I liked that. So good hallway sniff moment. Okay. I don't really know the dream sequence. Okay. But not the entire dream sequence because the entire dream sequence was kind of lame. I mean... <laughs> as far as dreams go and now i realize that that was shot to be a scene in the movie in the end so that makes more sense now but when she comes out of her dream sequence and there's like flashes of wolves and chains on doors and then she finally wakes up under her covers who sleeps under their covers like that covers over her head i love it when i see someone wake up from a dream and they're completely covered up from head to toe, like in the center of the bed. And they flip the covers off of them like that. I think it's hilarious. And I love it every time I see it. You know, you got your hallway delights. I got my, my bedroom delights. Take that as you will. Oh, hey. <laughs> I, I loved um, the next scene when Jesse Eisenberg wakes up in the yard naked. Very He's reminiscent. Saw's butt very reminiscent of American Werewolf in London. I'm just saying. We saw his butt too. Exactly. <laughs> okay, the wrestling scene. The wrestling yeah. scene where Jimmy takes charge specifically 
when they're doing a candlestick. Now, the candlestick is a swing dance move when someone is held straight up over someone's head like that. But that's not what they were doing, but it looked like it. And the first thing I said is, oh, candlestick. <laughs> People do that when they're dancing? I, I did that when I was dancing. I have a picture of me coming down from one of those. I look good. I'll send it to you. Oh, yeah. Candlestick, candlestick was one of my favorite moves to do because back then I had really good balance. So I imagine I could, you need it for that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not too hard as far as strength goes, okay. especially on the guy, right? Um, so as soon as long as you can have enough momentum to get your ass up into that straight up and down position, I could hold it for a long time, several seconds instead of coming right back down again. So that's one of my favorite moves to do back then. <laughs> dancing nerd coming out once again uh, it's kind of all i got on cinematography though and again like you said not a super cinematic masterpiece but not terrible everything was in focus it was a little too dark at some points but i would have loved more werewolf action speaking of werewolf, werewolf action special effects doesn't matter what happened what matters is what looks like what happened and what looks like what happened is pretty nasty. Oh no. Who knows, <laughs> right? Okay, let me just talk. Go for it. When I heard that Rick Baker wanted his name taken off this movie and that he's still on it, I was pissed. Me like, too. He's a fucking pissed. icon. Fucking genius. Dude did everything. Dude did the ring. Dude did Men in Black. Peter, Peter told us stories about working with him in Men in Black. I mean, he did It's Alive. He did Wolf, another Wolf. This guy's a werewolf master, by the way. He had uh, his hand yeah. in American Werewolf in London and also The Howling. I can't remember which one he did. Pretty sure he did. Didn't he do uh, the Thriller video, too? He did. And John Landis also did the yeah. Thriller video. Mm -hmm. And John yeah. Landis also did American Werewolf in London. Of course. He also did Altered States. Who loves him some Altered States? Me. I, I love do. Altered States. <laughs> These girls do. And Schlock, who, that was directed by a very young John Landis. Have you seen Schlock? I have, actually. Ugh, I love John Landis, so. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. Yeah. Yeah. Has your name written all over it. It sure all does. righty. So... Super annoyed. They used his name to get people. I don't know. I looked at our effects guys to see if I recognized anyone else involved on this. Between the visual effects and the special effects sections, there was 160 plus people listed on special effects. Thank you. Jamie just gave a what look. Yeah, I know. Blink, 160 blink, blink. people and, and that's all you came out with? I'm just <laughs> And it also led me to believe how many of those 160 people were involved in the first draft or the second draft. And that we're no longer, I'm wondering now. I feel so lied many, to just I know, overall with this movie. I'm so hung up on this. I can't get over it. But one of the effects guys I did recognize right away, Patrick Totopoulos. All right. Patrick Totopoulos has done a lot of effects, but He's also married to Mackenzie Westmore. And Mackenzie Westmore is the daughter of Michael Westmore, special effects extraordinaire himself. Michael Westmore did Star Trek, Psycho 3. He did Mask, the share version. So he did all mm -hmm. his amazing effects with Eric Stoltz. He did Rocky. He did Trilogy of Terror. He did the Munsters. He did mm -hmm. Eddie's. He did all, all the Munster stuff, I think. But I know he, he was in charge of Eddie's Widow's Peak. Oh, cute. Mac 
Mackenzie Westmore's father is a genius. She inherited the gene. She married Patrick Totopoulos, who had something to do with one of the versions of this movie. That was the long way to get there. Mackenzie Westmore was also in Passions, P.S. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it had to happen. <laughs> if someone listened and they knew and I didn't mention that, they would yell at me. Your Passions, Love, and Heart is filled <laughs> with this one. It is. I just wish I knew if these people were actually involved with the product we saw. I know. The CGI werewolf, not great at all, really. I hated it. Not, Sorry, not, not guys. No, uh, not a fan. It was a, a dumb decision, guys. This was almost 20 years ago. I can't believe it's been almost 20 years. And CGI just does not age well at all. I would have loved a, a real werewolf with a real werewolf transformation. Preferably an R-rated werewolf transformation would be swell. I know, because those are the best. I mean, for me, like, that's what makes a werewolf movie is the transformation. And, like, this transformation, it was just, like, it was, like, now bad CGI. Hey. Yeah. And I, yeah. You know, I will say, though, I thought Joni's corpse looked really nice when they revealed her with the hole in her head. And it was her. Mm-hmm. That looked nice. I like the, the puncture marks on the hand. I wrote down hands. Uh, yeah. Ooh, the CGI zipper wolf. That was really bad. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the dog is a werewolf. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my. Um, bad boy. <laughs> what did I like effects wise? You know, uh, their like their bites and their like like scratches and stuff, those looked yeah. okay. Like the actual like cuts on people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. fine but i'm not sure if this is an effects like or a cinematography like but i really enjoyed the scene when ellie's co-worker is in the bathroom with her and ellie's trying to like hold the door shut and co and co-workers trying to pry it open i mean leave first of all leave the poor girl alone you know yeah uh but I liked the finger indentations appearing on the door and then the bleeding of it all. I liked that too. That was really, really cool. But other than that, I really don't have a whole lot on cinematography or special effects. Um, I decided, except with the exception of the wolf, I wanted to be nice instead of listing all the things I hated. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to say one last thing. That's, you know, I tried to find some things I liked. Again, like Joni's corpse looked very nice. It was. The, the actual car crash itself, how mm. the car rolled, that was very good. Honestly, I wasn't even a fan of like the close-ups of the werewolf when we got some face action. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of werewolves. I like, I just wasn't huge on the werewolf design, like overall, even when we get like the close-up shots. I think like the 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 moment that I liked the werewolf the most was just the flip off because <laughs> that's fun. Um, but other than that, yeah, I just wasn't a huge fan of the werewolf design. I've seen a lot of different werewolf designs, and this one just wasn't. It just didn't sell it for me. I don't know what it was. Maybe it wasn't human enough. It wasn't. I don't know. I just didn't. It work was for CGI'd. Me. Yeah, 
That's that's it. what it was. We're used to our werewolves being more practical. Maybe a little bit of CGI thrown in there for you know for like dressing, but other than that, it really was not was not great at all. Because for me, I think a I think a really good werewolf definitely needs to have those like human features like american yep. werewolf in london is my favorite werewolf obviously but like i think that werewolf is really good um some people don't like him, but i actually like the werewolves in buffy quite a bit too okay i like how those werewolves looked a lot like seth green's character was a werewolf mm -hmm. and i liked his werewolf again they're not like a wolf but they're like yeah. a man wolf they have to be like a, <laughs> they have to have that human element to them and mm -hmm. yeah i've just seen a lot better werewolves yeah yep they were probably all practical too. Yeah, I can't get over it, guys. I'm, I'm hung up on this. On this. Ah. Anyway, moving on before I get mad. I know. Music. Music is my life. <laughs> okay then. So I got lots of things to say on music. Ooh. However, the first time I watched this movie for homework, I was not reading the credits. I was not even watching the movie really, which really lends to. You're listening to the music. I was just listening to the movie. And then I swear, I swear I was watching this, listening to this. And I was like, I hear scream in here. I hear scream. Specifically, you know how like you can hear Harry Manfredini score a mile away even when he's not doing Friday the 13th? Yep. Yes. I, I heard scream in here. And I called it cowboy showdown <laughs> in this movie it played during the gay scene like the i'm gay scene right yeah mm -hmm. but in scream i seem to remember something very very similar playing with gail and dewey in scream 2 in the projector room okay mm -hmm. and maybe some other scenes too in other parts of the movies but i heard scream in this right away same theme also happens after they kill Joni. Like yeah. it just keeps coming back. And also the same type of choral theme is they pull away and fade out for the final scene into credits. Same type of method they used. I actually meant to bring that up in cinematography too, where I'm like, hello, does Ian look like Scream to anybody? Because it looks like Scream. <laughs> A lot of this looked like Scream, of course. This was written by Kevin Williamson and done by Wes yeah. Craven, who directed Scream. Of course, we all know. And then I called it something investigating music. I'm not really sure what I was talking about there. But my point is Marco Beltrami did our compositions for this. Surprise, surprise, he did Scream. He, Makes sense. He, al he also did Wes Craven's other movies, My Soul to Take, which we oh. did, and Red Eye, which we did. Okay, so we know this guy. We know this guy. Most recently, he did two, 2023's Renfield. I know Nina likes that one. And he did the Fear Street movies, which I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen Scar them. I tried, but I haven't done it yet. It's a whole other thing. Anyway. Uh, well, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, and that's when I, when I was looking at his credits, that, that's when I had the aha moment that he does remakes. Because then I saw that he did Carrie, 2006's The Omen. 2011's The Thing, 2010's Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, and 2009's version of V. Okay. A big, big Scream influence on this movie all around. The good yeah. parts of Scream, at least. Definitely. As aside from our cowboy showdown, what do you got for music? 
Well, um, I, I definitely felt like a little scream influence for sure. I was like, eh, and it was like all throughout the movie, <laughs> but the music definitely too. Um, I love the live rockabilly kind of band in the beginning doing like the little red riding hood kind of song and everybody's there watching the live band. So we got some dancing too, which I liked. Um, that was, was Bowling play- for Soup, by the way, the band called Bowling for Soup. I remember Soup. them. Okay. Hey, I knew too. that they, yes, they sounded kind of familiar. They looked kind of familiar. And I was like, I know this band for sure. They were big for a bit. I remember them. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Um, there was another little moment I liked where somebody was kissing somebody. I don't remember who was kissing who, but um, I said cinematic romance swells, you know, when they were like kissing each other. Uh, there was a Freaks Come Out at Night song that I liked too. <laughs> um, oh, we had Are You Ready by Three Days Grace. I remember them too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, Better Now by Collective Soul. Remember that one? Oh, Collective Soul. Damn. Yeah, I know that band. <laughs> I remember that song. I guess perhaps the maybe the part I'm talking about is called The Cursed Suite because that was written by Marco Beltrami, played by the, the Seattle Symphony Orchestra. But yeah, so we had some some good some good music in here. Lots of song songs and I really, really like Scream's composition so i really like this as well same okay aging Uh, well i mean we talk about it all the time this one has that like glossy early 2000s feel right yeah it's got the gloss um the bands that we just talked about are also a bit of a giveaway too and uh the clothing style i would say was definitely that early you know, this was like, what, 2009, 2006, somewhere in there? Five. 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 Okay. Definitely had the style, too. Like, the clothing was very early 2000s. It all looked familiar to me. (laughs) (laughs) It did. You know, Mm -hmm. for me, it wasn't that long ago. Like, I I still think it's yesterday, and it's been almost 20 years. Crazy, right? I don't even want to. Yeah. Oh, geez. Wasn't that long ago. Nope. But it was so long ago. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah 20 years in the blink of an eye crazy craziness all right twist <laughs> surprise sydney okay i am on me okay those girls are in danger zipper bit him boyfriend just let himself into the house not cool what was that guy's name josh with jackson's character hell no jake. she was this jake she was this yes jake she was suspicious of that and she was right to be you do not just walk into somebody's house at night like if i'm anyway whatever um everyone wants this jerk jake right uh scott bayo <laughs> <laughs> they get they getting sexy because of the werewolf thing pentagram hands double pentagram hands push is legit Bayo bumped. They burned themselves on the silver. Bo is gay. Zipper is a werewolf now. Mark of the Beast. He's a, okay, Jake's a werewolf, not the werewolf. Kyle mm-hmm. is a werewolf, not he's dead. Joni yeah. is the werewolf. The house is trashed. Christina Ricci is still a werewolf. Zipper's okay. 
Guy Thank gets God. the girl. <laughs> Speaking of Bayo being bumped, knowing what I know now and knowing that he had such a much bigger part in the original of this all is discussed in that bar scene when she says he's going on third is extra hilarious. <laughs> is, he, is he following Carrot Top? Am I right in saying that he was following Carrot Top? He was following Carrot Top. He was supposed to go on third. And then Craig said, Carrot Top was funny. He's letting the top go long. Uh, <laughs> oh, if I didn't have so many epic lines, that might have made it. Because it makes me chuckle good. every time. I'm letting good. the top go long. Yes. Yeah. So Bayo was bumped. Bayo was bumped. show and this movie. Yeah. Pacing. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Uh, but yeah, hour and a half, that's a good length for me. That is that is almost at the border of it being too long, but I can do an hour, 35 minutes, no problem. Yeah, and like, I don't know, there were definitely a few parts that kind of dragged for me. I, I don't know specifically. Again, it might have just been the vibe I was in. There were a couple points that dragged for me a little bit, but I think that's because we didn't have a lot of kills. Yeah, probably. It's PG-13, so, you know, I mean... There are some good PG-13 horrors out there, of course, but there was something, I don't know, there's something that dragged on for me in a couple points. Well, now you know why. It just wasn't supposed to, wasn't what it was supposed to be originally. Makes sense. Scary. (laughs) I mean, it's a CGI werewolf. Yeah, I'm not scared of that. (laughs) No, sorry, guys. Should have done better. (laughs) Story. Tell us the story. What story? Yours. I wish so badly we had the original story. Again, I really like when I really like stories where strangers are thrust together in an mm. unusual situation. I just think like that dynamic's more interesting, and at least in this case, like I don't know, I I didn't really care too much about their sister brother relationship i guess i don't know what it was nope. i just didn't really care that much about their relationship i would have much preferred it with strangers who have to learn who each other are a little bit because like they're all each other have you know because it's like we yeah. just went through this weird crazy thing like who's even going to believe us we just kind of have each other and we got to figure this out before it gets worse mm-hmm. as far as werewolf stories go it's not my favorite. Uh, there's definitely werewolf stories that I liked better, but I would have—I think I would have preferred the original Strangers yeah. version better. Well, you know, there were for me there. There seemed like there was this weird disconnect in the brother sister relationship. Yeah, um, I didn't buy it. No, it might be because they already shot it a different way. It's my understanding Jesse Eisenberg was still in the movie, so he shot all these scenes doing something else, playing someone else in this oh. movie. Maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. I feel like a shithead for saying this. The relationship reminds me a little bit of mine and my brother's relationship. I'm a lot older than my brother, 13 years older to be exact. There seemed Mm -hmm. to be a big age gap between them. Mm -hmm. She's this young professional and he's in high school still. So maybe that had something to do, something to do with it. I did so I did relate to their relationship a little bit more. Like my brother and I, we don't hate each other or anything, but there is a little bit of a disconnect because I was almost grown and out when he was born, essentially. So I didn't have that much time with him when he was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, I moved to Chicago. So I'm I'm in a completely different state, a couple thousand miles away. So we didn't really have that. I'm going to come visit type thing either. 
when he was growing up. Yeah. My brother and I are only three years apart. My brother's three years younger than me. But like I've said before, you know, when my brother graduated, he went into the Navy. Mm-hmm. So he was in different parts of the world. Then he went to college in Texas. I'm more getting to know my brother again now because right. now he's now he's back here and, you know, he's closer. So, yeah, but again, I just think I would have preferred it if um, I just think I would have preferred it if it, they were strangers like they originally planned. And the whole cursed aspect, I wasn't really getting it either because I'm no. like, you, yeah, you guys are cursed with being sexier. What a curse. Wow. Wow. Uh... I know. Boo-hoo. Oh, no. Now my hair looks good down. I'm so cursed. And it's like, no, you should be having cravings for meat that are driving you insane. You know, cravings that you can't control that are like making you lose your mind. And it was like, I'm sexy now. (laughs) It's like, that's not a curse. (laughs) I just... I, I think that, like, you know, other werewolf movies, um, I what I like about werewolf movies is when they have that kind of dread. It's like a body horror, right? Because mm-hmm. it's your body turning on you and doing something that it shouldn't be doing. You're having carnivorous cravings that you've never had before. And I just didn't get it. I didn't really see it as much with them. Yeah, and we just talked about this in Ginger Snaps, too, about the whole body horror aspect of a werewolf transformation. Again, didn't see it with them. They got bit and started getting more confident in themselves. So yeah. I'm like, hey, send that werewolf my way. Yes, please. Give me the yeah. good hair down or whatever. Give me the confidence. I'll take that werewolf curse, okay? And the werewolf's a hot, sexy guy, too. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, boo-hoo for you. I really, like you said, I really wish they'd kept the original story i would love to see this movie remade with that story only the people who would know would know just use that script and make the new movie please and they agreed or you know what better yet release what you have filmed i know it's not complete i know it's not complete that's okay we we would go into this understanding it's a half-finished movie but give us give us your footage. We want to see your footage. Now, there's probably also some rights issues with Miramax and stuff. So I don't even know what would go on with how that would work out. But I would love to see the, the footage knowing, cut together with what they had, but knowing there's a lot of stuff missing. I would still love to see it. Same. Hey, Jamie. Yes? Do you have taglines? Tagline rewritten for accuracy. I do. I have three. You don't look very happy about this. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which versions these were all written before. Okay. But um, here we go. Okay. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What the fuck? That could be for any fucking movie, including like, I don't know. It, whatever. Okay. Have you ever felt like you're not human anymore? <laughs> I never got that from them. They were feeling like sexy humans. They were they feeling never... pretty damn good. <laughs> they were feeling pretty damn good about themselves. So, no, actually. And then I'm going to have to spell you this because it's weird. The evolution of the species, spelled S P E C I E. Species? 
That's what? not even a thing. Was that in the movie? It wasn't. Anyway, no. the taglines all Yeah. Suck. What doesn't kill you makes you sexier should have been the tagline. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Okay, overall movie rating. So, girl, since this is your pick for Wes Craven Month, I want to hear your rating first. Sure. Okay. So, um, not my favorite werewolf movie, as I've stated. Um, hearing all this new information about what the movie could have been and was originally intended for, I almost think that it makes my score go down a little bit because I'm like, I would prefer the original version. And it makes sense that things were a little disjointed and a little bit um i didn't get the payoff that i was hoping to get i guess i didn't get the payoff that i thought i would get um all of that being said you know it's it's not the worst movie i've ever seen by any means there were parts that i enjoyed there were a lot of actors i really really enjoy in this movie for sure it was nice to see some of those people together um all of that being said i'd probably give it like right down the middle i'm gonna give it like a five and maybe i'll give it a five kind of with you now years ago before i read all this stuff about it and knowing what it could have been i probably would have given this a six but maybe not because that was years ago and you know i don't even know what i was feeling years ago i do have nostalgia for this movie because of the first time i saw it was on this wonderful fantastic date right so i do have that nostalgia for this movie but i'm going with a five just five nothing extra only a five I still recommend a five. I still think a five is great fun. I like a five. I will purchase a five and it'll take up space on my DVD shelf for sure. But yeah, just a five, just neutral on this movie. I just wish, I wish, 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 wish that we had had the movie we were supposed to have. Yeah. And again, for me, it's like, this is never going to be the werewolf movie that I, I grab for ever. I have... Like at least five other movies on my mind that I've grabbed before I grabbed this one. Um, but again, I know three said, of them. Yeah, I know. Being, I, Ginger Snaps would be one. American Werewolf would be one, and The Howling would be one. What are the other two? Oh, maybe it would be three. I'm like, what are the other werewolf movies that I'm thinking of? Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other werewolf movies I like now. I mean, I would even choose like The Wolfman, of course. Oh yeah, like classic. I, like I said, that's my favorite classic horror movie characters yeah. my favorite is the werewolf maybe even wolf i like wolf jack oh. nicholson's scary in that when he eats that deer oh my god wolf is another <laughs> one people really rag on unfairly in my opinion i like it i like wolf too i would and i would pick wolf over this one hands down so i think that's five that we came up with right there that i would yep. watch before i watch this one I agree. Teen Wolf, too. I'd pick Teen Wolf over this. You yes. mean Teen Wolf also, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure we're clear on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Teen Wolf also. <laughs> yes. Not T-O-O, which is gotcha. how they put it in yes. the movie, actually. So Yeah. <laughs> hey, it is time for Fun Facts. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Glue. I don't have that many because I sprouted them all early. <laughs> it's okay. They had to be said. They had to be said right away. Yeah. I would have actually been, I think, like, I needed to know before. Before we got into this, I needed to know. I felt that I needed to share that right away. 
it, no, it you was were right. need to know information going into this episode. All right. So this is less of a fun fact and more of a Judy Greer quote on her opinion on this movie. She said in an interview, quote, I don't know why that movie got so fucked up. She continues. Fair. I don't understand it. I thought the script was fine. And I don't know who kept making them fuck with it. And then she continues. Then we shoot the movie for like seven years. It was really like three. Uh, literally three years. Seven years. And she's like, I think they have four movies worth of footage. Yikes. So, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, why not? Why can't we make a new movie? Yeah, this footage. I'm just saying. I know. I mean, like, can we please not wait? Like, oh god, can we please yeah. not let it go to waste? Like, come on. Do you want a Wes Craven quote? Yes, I do. What did Wes say? 2008. Wes said the cursed experience was so screwed up. I mean, that went on for two and a half years of my life for a film that wasn't anything close to what it should have been oh i don't like yeah. that wes i don't like that wes didn't get what he wanted no i don't like wes that didn't get what he wanted i'm sure i'm sure kevin williamson didn't get what he wanted i'm sure if he's the one that wrote the stuff judy didn't get what she wanted judy didn't Nobody get what she what wanted want. Everyone who, who was involved in the first draft and shot all their scenes didn't get what they wanted. Rick Baker didn't get what he wanted. Oh, Which oh was man. to be taken off of this fucking movie. Rick Baker wanted to do the movie. He was taken off the movie. So that's your what Rick doesn't want part one. And mm -hmm. then he wanted to be taken off the movie. And they still used his name, which pisses me off. I can't get over it. I'm still mad. I'm mad about that too. I will die on that hill. All right. It's time for shout outs. First and foremost, as always, we must shout out our Patreons, John, Alex, Mike, and Bill. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. I wonder what their thoughts are on this movie. This is a very polarizing movie. Honestly, a lot of my friends say they really like this movie. And a lot of my friends have this incredible disdain for this movie. It's We are both right in the middle, which is really awesome. But so many people just hate this movie so much. So I wonder what camp they're in. Ooh, love to know. Yep. Next, we must shout out artist Clark. What are you, an artist or something? These are rather good. They're very good, actually. I just texted Clark today. I said, you need to come back and play with us. So we're going to try to make that happen soon. Yay. I think I said something along the lines of we're overdue for some Clark in our episodes. So true. <laughs> yep. And of course, David O'Hanlon, our resident author. What's that book about? Oh, this is something special. Has hey, David ever done a werewolf story? Because he should. Uh, yeah, he should. Imagine what he could do with the sexy wolves. I was going to say, this is David written all over it. Sexy werewolves? Come on, Come on. man. You got this. <laughs> you know, we need to start taking writing credit for giving him all these ideas every week. I know. <laughs> we have like volumes, whole series worth of material here. Whenever you have writer's block, just come to us and we'll pitch the story. Check out an episode, yeah. <laughs> we'll pitch a story to you. Just fast forward to the end and we pitched our story. We gotcha. <laughs> And, of course, now it's time to bring on producer Nina. 
Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. hey. <laughs> Nina, when's the first time you've seen this movie? I couldn't even tell you. I grew up watching this movie as I did with most Christina Ricci movies. Um, so I've got a lot of nostalgia for it. And I've seen it probably every five years or so, like okay. as an adult. So. so what's your favorite Christina Ricci role? Mm, why are you putting me on the spot like that? What's your first few favorites Christina Ricci roles? I really, really love her as Wednesday, of course. Of course. Um, like that was me as a kid yes <laughs> now it, it is still me now i still love her in uh the second one where she's at the camp and she's like <laughs> talking to the spoiled little girl and she's like i'll be the victim and she's like all your, all life. your life like i know played by mercedes mcnab I by know. the way i love yes. her i love her too i mean come yes. on i love that that happened um and but, she's Harmony and Buffy. Yeah. yeah. I love her. Big Buffy fan. Yes. Um, I also really like Christina in um, the Lizzie Borden series. She was fantastic. Yes. So that. creepy. Such a good show, right? They did a good job of making it seem like, like if you had, if you didn't know anything about Lizzie Borden, you're like, I don't think she did it. <laughs> Even though like they plant Ooh. some seeds here and there. So it's really fun. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty great. Okay, Miss Nina, what's your epic line? So I've got two. The first one is obviously the Judy Greer monologue at the end. Oh, um, number one, huh? Yeah, I love that. Judy Greer is such a badass. Such she a badass. is. My other one goes to Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. He got all the good quotes in this movie. But this one comes right at the end. It's um, after they find out that Judy Greer is the actual werewolf and they've defeated her and they're in the car it's over right and joni's dead so we're okay now that's subjective we still have to go back to our pathetic precursor lives i'm personally okay with that well, you're not in high school <laughs> yeah you're like this fabulous power like, woman and yeah. I am this nerd in, in high school. Yeah. I and I get bullied and called gay all the time. Like, it's a bad yeah. thing and stuff. It's, yes. it's not a fun time. No, so yes. go fuck yourself, sis. Right? Yeah. Enjoy I'm, your awesome life. Right. By the way, I realized why I didn't remember Jesse Eisenberg in this movie. It's because of hot guy hair. <laughs> That's right! Because he it, like, changes him. <laughs> it changes him, and now I want to know the fuck you going around with that curly hair, dude? Because you are hot as fuck with that fine-ass hair. He is hot as fuck with his hot hair. <laughs> My god. He was! He... I believe I that the werewolf ever... curse is badass. If I ever meet him, I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you doing with that curly hair? I yeah, normally love curly thing. hair, especially on guys, but straighten that shit, dude. You look hot. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> And finally, Nina, overall movie rating. So, like Jamie, I really love a good werewolf movie. This one is not that for me. Um, I honestly, when Jamie mentioned that she wanted to do this movie, I forgot what this was even about. 
because <laughs> I don't watch it that often. Yeah. And and I wish that there was more werewolf in it and practical effects. And obviously, mm -hmm. we need some good transformations. Yes. Um, with that being said, this is right down the middle as well for me. It's going to be a five just because there was some really good humor in it. Really mm -hmm. great acting from our cast. So it's a five for me. I agree. We all agree. Three, That's three dolls agree. Five. Woo. No this more, happened, no less. This has happened at least once where we had the same rating, but yeah. it doesn't happen very often at no. all. When all three of us give the same rating. It happened with Jesse maybe once, maybe twice. Of 200 episodes. So yeah. I don't think it's ever happened with us. We've been really close, nope. but yeah. yeah. Nope, not exactly. Mm -hmm. And we're still technically not exactly because Jamie added a little something to the five. And for me and you, it's just I didn't. a straight five. Oh, you didn't? I can't I think didn't. of anything to add. Oh. No, I yeah. said, I was like, and maybe, uh, and then I said, no, just a five. Just a five. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So yeah, straight up five, man, for all of us. Again, this movie gets a lot of hate. I don't really understand the anger that people have when they watch this movie of the hate they have for it is not that bad it's not as good yeah. as we want it to be but it's not unwatchable it's it has a no. lot of fun things yeah. in it so i don't get I've it i've seen but. a lot worse i've seen way worse <laughs> i've seen way worse this month alone so. oh yeah <laughs> yeah okay it's time for recent watches but this is life this isn't a movie that's not what i said it's all, it's all a movie. It's all one great big movie. You can't pick your genre. Nina, what have you been watching? Oh, not a whole lot since we just recorded, you know, the other day. <laughs> but, um... I got to watch Joe Bob's episode from Friday. I only watched the first one so far because I just I haven't had a lot of time. But um, his first movie was Alligator from 1980 with Aww. Robert Forster. And that was a fun one. I hadn't seen it before. And I love Robert Forster. But like the first half of the movie, I'm just like, no, don't flush the alligator down the toilet. I know. <laughs> like that poor baby. I know. He's all alone. Oh. Like. It's it's a it's literally like half the movie is a case of like why are you doing that to that poor animal <laughs> like they're killing dogs they're experimenting on dogs and like they're dumping the dogs in the sewer for the alligator to eat and it's like oh, no. this alligator is just victimized yes like, this is a this is a misunderstanding is what this is <laughs> absolutely yeah so it was a lot of fun despite um the animal cruelty, cruelty. yeah. <laughs> When I finally I mean, saw the alligator at the end, I was like, yeah, you get those people. I know. <laughs> Rooting for that alligator the whole time. <laughs> yes. Alligator lives matter. Absolutely. What about you, Miss Jamie? So I also have not had a lot of time to watch a lot. I don't think I mentioned this last time, but um, I did watch Stand By Me recently oh. again. Haven't oh. seen it in a while. And man, I got to say that hit me in every single feel that you could feel. There's moments where, like, um, River's character is, like, being, like, the best friend in the world where he's saying, like, you're not like us. Like, you're smart. Like, you have to go do this. You have to go make your life better. Like, um, there's just, like, these beautiful friendship moments that I was like, I am not fucking crying right now. But that is, like, <laughs> really beautiful. This is a person who cares about his friend, like, so much that he thinks about him even above his own like needs and wants mm -hmm. and dreams like it's true friendship and it 
makes me a mess because I think friendship is the most beautiful relationship to see depicted in a movie, in, on film, you know, in a book. Like, it's just the most rich, intimate, like, special kind of relationship to see. So anyway, beautiful writing, beautiful movie, so perfect in every single way. Stephen King kick, I also, I also was watching The Dark Half yesterday. Yes! <laughs> yes. Um, so love that. Um, and that was really my only other only other watch for the week. Um, I was like really ADD yesterday or something because I was like, I put on waxwork for like 15 Aww. minutes. And then I was, I love that movie, but I was like, this is not the vibe I'm feeling right okay. now. And then I, I'm trying to remember what else I put on for like 10 minutes. Another movie I like, but I was like, this isn't the vibe I'm feeling right now either. And it's like, I've just been watching Stephen King stuff. So of course I want to watch another Stephen King thing. That's <laughs> so a Stephen good, King all the way this one. week. App yeah. Those people. are really good ones. Write it down. Like, I know. That's why I was like, I got to add that to my list. Yeah. I'm you in will not the be Stephen sorry. King zone right now. So yep. it's I love- a really good short story too. If you ever get it the is. chance to read it. And I love his short stories. They're like my favorites. So I'm definitely yeah. going to read it. Uh, have you had you seen The Dark Half before? No, actually, I and I wasn't. So. I wasn't We've sure if I had this. or not. We've talked about it, and when I watched, it, I was like, I've definitely not seen this. Thoughts? I loved it. Yeah, me too. Ah, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Oh, it's... I like stuff about writers first of all because yeah. I'm a writer, um, and I love like Stephen King, like doing writers. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. Every um, time Bill and it and all that, you know. Yes, yeah. I know. I know. So I, I, I'm a sucker for like a writer in a horror story. Um, so I really, really loved it. I like already want to watch it again. I'm so glad <laughs> you got to read the book. It's a quick read. It's like. I think it's like 500 pages. It's it's a oh, short yeah. one. It's not I would massive. devour that up. Yeah. It is not massive. It's so good. Yeah. It's so, 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 so I'll good. Uh, it's one of my favorites. I mean, it's hard to say one of my favorites is Stephen King because I like so many of them. But he's written his catalog is so huge that I set, feel like I can say one of my favorites. And there can be like 10 of them because his I catalog know. has so many books in it. So... It's know, one of my not, favorites. Not even I don't think I've ever stuff. read a bad book. No. Mm-mm. Not even a short story. There have been some Same. that are like, eh, but like yeah. there's none that I wouldn't reread again. Like, well, Same. I take that back. <laughs> I would never read it again. Fuck that shit. <laughs> okay, there's some shit that happens in that book where it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, Stephen King on drugs is what happens I was gonna in that say, book. <laughs> I was going to say, reading that one, you're like, oh, yeah, these were the coke years. <laughs> yeah, they were. Definitely. But there's still some great stuff in there. So I'll oh, yeah, the totally. Miniseries, so. <laughs> yep. I mean, his book on writing um, is one of That's my favorite so books good. of all time. I recommend it to everybody that I know. It, it, like, yeah, one of my favorite books of all time is On Writing by Stephen King. We had to read it in high school and it, it like it made my like it was the best thing I'd ever read. Hands down. Yeah. It was incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. This one's for you, Mr. King. We love you. We love I'd you. love to meet I'd love to meet him so, so bad. And don't feel bad about crying during Stand By Me because that movie made him cry in theaters when he saw it. It oh. was oh, so beautiful. Everything again yeah. took me on and like all the feels in the best way. Like I definitely cried multiple times. And it was definitely these friendship moments that like really got me. And Kiefer's really hot in it. Anything, with, <laughs> anything with River just brings me to tears. So I know, me too. I know, me I too. I miss him. Me too. Too soon. He was gone for too yeah. soon. Yeah. I watched nothing. 
<laughs> That's rare for you. I, I I watched this again first. I watched it three times, to be specific. So yeah, I watched this and I watched a whole bunch of Instagram reels, <laughs> uh, a dog reels. Um, always good. King Clarence reels. Yes, Clarence, um, our boy. Our boy Clarence. <laughs> was it Jimmy and Clarence? I think is the account. Yes. So I watched free Clarence. Bunch, free Clarence. Aww. Yeah, I just I just watched a bunch of Instagram reels in my bed before I went to sleep. That's kind of it. I watched, but I watched Curse three times, and then we recorded. So no other just, homework. No. Uh, nope. I started Wishmaster. Haven't finished it. Like I said, I'm almost done with my Wishmaster homework. I just want to give it one more rewatch to fill in some supplemental stuff. But for the most part, it's it's done. So no other homework, man. I just watched Cursed a lot. Um, As Nina said, we just recorded a couple of days ago. So not a lot of time has passed for us to watch things. But super excited. We're going to be recording a brand new movie for us pretty soon called The Video Dead. Mm -hmm. I have not seen this movie. Same came across it on Tubi, read the description, thought it sounded fun. It was from the 80s, our era of yeah. indie or not so indie horror. I started to watch it. I did before I recommended it. And then, but I have not yet finished it. So we're going to be doing that one in, real soon. And I'm super excited to add that to my list because I love a new 80s movie for me. Yes. I love it when neither of us, like, when none of us have seen it. That's exciting. So exciting. Me too, because you never know what could happen. I love when shit goes sideways. No. (laughs) So this could go really good or really bad. We'll see. Uh, Jamie, I had another movie idea for the future as well. So um, I want to run this by you live and on the air. I don't know if you or any of the other listeners might be interested in watching Parents. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Nina, would you like to be a guest on Parents? Because your eyes lit up with joy. Isn't that the one with Nicolas Cage? No, Randy Quaid. Damn mm-hmm. it. I was thinking of the new one. I will be a guest on that. Randy yes. Quaid is awesome, too. So, I love and Nicolas Randy Cage Quaid. is awesome, too. But yeah, I love he Randy He is. Quaid. We should do a Nicolas Cage movie soon. Okay. Give, a, give, us, give, us, give us your pick. Right now? Well, no, I mean, like, think about it. Make oh. it good. Unless you I have don't even pick- need to think about it. <gasps> okay. She knows. Yes, tell us. I know. Either. <laughs> you can well, there's, there's two because I have to go back and rewatch it because I'm not sh- I don't know if there's actual kills in this one or not. But it doesn't have to be as long as it's in the spooky genre. Okay. Yeah. Because we've done the Conjuring. There are no kills. Yeah, we've done Willy's some that Wonderland. had no kills. How are... I forgot there's no kills in Conjuring. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Willie's Wonderland. No, that's not what I thought. What was your other one? The other one's Renfield, just in case. There's lots of kills in that one. Is Renfield out for on DVD yet? It's on Peacock. Yes. It it just came out on DVD a few weeks ago, and it is also on Peacock. So. Well, since Nina recommends it so highly, I'm going to buy it. So I'm going to buy it. And then we can, then then we'll watch it. Kind of like with Megan. I'm going to purchase this, and then we wait for it to come, and then we can can do it. Sound good? Sounds great. So, but parents with... Randy. Randy Quaid. Yes. It has a very, not exactly, but it has a very serial mom feel. Oh, yeah. To me. I've heard of it, yeah. And it's the first time I heard the song Chantilly Lace. And I've loved it ever since. I love that song. 
and it's it's got that like 50 setting um yeah 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 so it's like yeah definitely it's fun yeah it's fun is this a trauma put out movie am i right on that or am i wrong i feel like trauma might have released this at some point i'm not sure it might be like frankenhooker where they got the rights to distribute right like i'm like i don't think they were the original ones no yeah but i think you're right nina i think it was kind of like a frankenhooker situation i'll have to look that up uh don't take me at my word folks don't quote me i'll know if i'm correct or not (laughs) parents 1989 mary beth hurt sandy dennis randy quaid yeah so i am pretty excited to, to talk about parents i also have a very deep history with this movie this was a grandma movie grandma went rented this for herself (laughs) love it it was in the comedy section Nice. (laughs) yeah and uh and us kids loved it sure i don't remember how she felt about it because we were so enthralled but i'm so excited for nina to watch it i'm so excited to talk about this movie it came up on my tubi recently and i said I wonder how they would feel about doing parents. It's so yeah. And I yeah. remember having so much love for this movie. And I wonder if it's going to hold that, hold that love. I'm really curious. So, hey, I'm excited. Yeah. So we've got parents coming up and we've got the video dad coming up soon. Woo-hoo. So very, very exciting stuff coming up for the dolls. One more episode left in West Craven month. Hmm. Sad yeah. it's almost over, but it's been a fun journey. It's yes. been a fun journey. 11 more months to West Craven. <laughs> <laughs> Only 11 more months to go. Uh, I know. So close, but yet so far. So far. So far. It'll fly right by. It'll fly right by. Yeah. But this has been a good, a good series of West Craven month. We had one movie that neither of his has seen, one movie that I've seen and you haven't. One movie that we both saw a long time ago, and then mm-hmm. Wishmaster. And I love me some Wishmaster, and I think you do too. But we haven't I talked do. about it yet, so we'll save it. But anyway, yes, 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 yes. Okay, all right. So wrapping up, cursed the wrong version. No, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie, and you've been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls or offer any movie suggestions, feel free to send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. If you really like the podcast and want to help out financially so that the dolls can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening. Bye. Again, I can't believe that that happened. I mean, urban legend is what pops to like my mind oh, like yeah. right away. Just I, I didn't look him up because I wasn't on the list and I just like space. But urban legend, <laughs> love urban legend. I also just adore, or I did, a TV show. He was Jack in the show Zoe Duncan, Jack and Jane. Did you ever see the show? I've never heard of this show. I don't know it. <laughs> I remember it. I used to watch it. And sorority voice. Oh, yes.
those are some standouts. He also has a podcast. I think he did some voiceover, like some voiceover work too. I think if I'm remembering correctly, he has quite a few voiceover credits. I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to look him. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did an episode of the Wild Thornberries. I loved yes. that show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one with Tim Curry, right? Yes. He also has a podcast called Inside of You, and it's really good. It's okay, really, just, really good. I've been listening to it for for a while, honestly. And he has these amazing guests, and he has these amazing like conversations with them. I learned things I never knew about people before, and they really open up. It's so good. Oh, my God. So check out the Inside of You podcast with Michael Rosenbaum. You've got to listen to it. It's so great. Uh-huh. It's also on YouTube, too. So there's videos of it. And then if you won't prefer the audio version, like with us, you can do it on Apple or Spotify. Sweet. Who's that I see walking in these woods? Why, it's Little Red Riding Hood. Hey there, Little Red Riding Hood. I had no idea, but I do remember watching this movie and specifically wanting to talk about that. So I was like, I just, I don't think that's correct, but it's on the movie credits, right? So I don't know yeah. what to think. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Oh, you, you want to know something else? Okay, I'm... A dish, dish, dish. This isn't a dish, because I don't know why, or I don't understand. I don't understand. Okay, Michael Rosenbaum. Love this actor dearly, okay? Love his work. He always makes me laugh. He played Kyle. And he went uncredited in this, according to IMDb. He had so many scenes, and she even called him by name. Oh my gosh, you know what? I'm like looking at my list of actors right now and I didn't even realize and I'm like, what? I don't have him on my list. I definitely know him. Uncredited. Was this his choice? He had so many scenes. There's no way he would have been uncredited. I find that very hard to believe. It's not like he's a nobody either. No. Whoa. How come Michael Rosenbaum is uncredited? Oh my gosh. I wonder if he said that I do, he does not want his name on this because that has been done before a lot in horror films. Yeah, we are going to have to research this mystery a little bit. I I'm know. So, I can't believe that. I just totally glazed over. What? That's crazy. Why? Wow. What, the, what the fuck? What, what the fuck? The fuck? 